G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention once again today to those things which ought to happen when someone is struck with some hard times. Maybe they've lost a job, there's been a health crisis, all sorts of things can go wrong that can affect the family budget or those individual finances. Let's have another chat today to Christians Against Poverty and talk through some issues to do with the local church because churches often want to help but don't always have the resources to do so. Rosie Kendall is the CEO of Christians Against Poverty, formed about 20 years ago now, offering a lifeline to people who are trapped in debt. Rosie, a special welcome back to 2020. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. And Rosie, let's talk through issues around what the local church might do because Mm -hmm. sometimes the local church is prepared for helping those who are on hard times and we all might think that, uh, you know, when you've got extended family, there'll be a helping hand there, but sometimes that's, uh, that's even limited in itself. What sort of attitude ought we be having to the local church if we are on hard times? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, we um we'd love to see um the church and often often it is being a place of, of refuge and being a place that people trust being a place that um people know when they come into difficult situations that they can go to the church for help the probably um it's not that long ago that that probably was a situation that people knew that if they were having difficulty the church was a safe place that they could go i think that's changed i think that unfortunately there's been lots of um, recent history that people are losing trust with the church and so um for us it's really um something that we're very passionate about is giving the church a tool to um, build trust back with their community. The church is perfectly positioned um, to be a place of restoration, to be a place that gives people hope. And so, um, yeah, we're a better place for people to find the help that they need. And the community that so many Australians are desperate for at the moment, um, isolation and loneliness is a is a huge issue, as well as um, kind of that material poverty that we, we might be looking at through debt. Interesting when you start to talk about the church like that and if we imagine the church not having an endless resource uh, but there is a welfare system that our government provides, the pastor usually has the contacts or the wisdom to be able to help someone to make the next move. That's often the very good thing that can happen as a first point of contact with someone to take the next move when you do need help. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes when we're faced with people that um, are in poverty or they have um, lots of lots of needs and it can be quite overwhelming. And the good news is that there's lots of um, government agencies and not-for-profit organisations willing to help people, but it can be really overwhelming when you're in that situation of hopelessness to seek help and to know who you can trust. 
And as I um, touched on before, I think that the, the lack of community for people and the isolation and the overwhelming situation that you can feel in can be very difficult. And so I think the church is uniquely placed to be a place that can signpost people, can come alongside them and offer them a community where they feel safe and loved and accepted and that doesn't necessarily put the church in a position where it needs to be giving out handouts all the time actually I think that the the model of church being a place of discipleship and taking people from brokenness to wholeness and restoration is absolutely where the church is called to be. A very powerful comment you're making about isolation because when you are on your own and you're facing a debt crisis, uh, all the bills coming in, not enough at the end of the week to be able to pay those bills and you can get very depressed about your circumstances. But when you have family around, I imagine there is that potential there for real inspiration, real encouragement and uh, the ideas that might come from others who've been where you are now and they've been able to see their way clear of those debts. So the idea of isolation, not good, but churches, as you say, uniquely placed. Uh, That's pretty significant, and you work closely with local churches uh, so that they can be encouraged to do that. Yeah, we do. We um, love nothing more than to partner with the church to, to give them a tool to be in their community and through our debt help work, we're actually meeting people in their own homes. And so um, the church is able to, to be in the community um, and meeting with people and giving them that practical solution, tools to get out of their situation. And often the things that our clients tell us about is, you know, they're being offered debt negotiation, they're being offered um, a budget and kind of all of the, the case management that um, CAP does. It's actually the friendship, the community um, that they tell us um, about how the, the service has changed them or transformed them. It's actually that element that makes um, the CAP service different and unique. And so putting the, the church um, into the community can be helpful for the, the church and people within the church, but also their community and people that do need that friendship and help. Um, Maybe they do have um, friends and family, but they're too ashamed to to talk about their debt situation. Or maybe they don't have that um, network around them, financial um, problems and um, financial difficulty can be very difficult to share with people. It's often something that we're very ashamed about. Um, Most people around us are doing well with their finances from the outside. Most people look like they've got it all together. And so when you've not, that can be really hard to, to tackle both emotionally and practically. A lot of people looking really good, but it might be because of their debt. And it may be that that's actually quite fragile if they strike some circumstances that are not easy. What I wanted to run by you is this idea that being in church or connecting to church is a little like church being the great equaliser because the rich can sit next to the poor and the poor don't feel ashamed or ought not to feel ashamed of being in the group when they know that there are those who are around them that can be an encouragement because oftentimes the motivation for many people who are a part of a local church is that they want to help one another. So something special about actually connecting to the church if you are on tough times. Absolutely. And 
Um, For those of us that know Jesus, we know that he loves us just as we are. And I think that for me, the church is a unique place that, as you say, we can sit next to someone who is completely different from us, but have a friendship and have a relationship because of our relationship with Jesus. And there is no other community that looks like that out there in society. And so it makes it really unique. And for me, that's the the gospel in action. And so... um, yeah, it's a really special place to be and a place that um, the poor feel as welcome as the rich. And so it's a great place um, to be. Rosie, does Christians Against Poverty partner with local churches? And I know that you've got some courses. Are those courses that run in churches? Uh, does Christians Against Poverty go to the church to run the course or does the church get to uh, use that as a discipleship tool? How does it all work? Yeah, so we've got something called the Cat Money course and um, we train churches to run that course and so um, we run training courses all over Australia that churches send people that are going to run the course within their own context. Maybe they're going to run it within their church building, maybe they're going to run it in the community and we give them all the tools to be able to do that. And the the heart behind that is to bring financial well-being to people, help um, people within the church and outside of the church manage their day-to-day finances better, save for the future and make informed decisions about their finances. And then we also partner with churches to run local debt centres. So that's one of the things that we've been touching on that um, we partner with the church and again train them, give them all the tools that they need to meet people in their own home and assess people's financial situation. They then essentially work in partnership with us. We um, here have a head office team that does all of the negotiation with creditors and puts the budget together and makes sure that the plan is in place and the church is there to be the face-to-face community and support for that person as they move from often financial chaos into a more organised system that takes and someone to be there on the ground, kind of being their friend through that process. And so we partner with churches to make that possible in local communities. So if you are stuck in hard times, uh, make contact with the local church, have Mm -hmm. a confidential conversation with the pastor and see what sort of help they are able to lend. Uh, The idea that somehow people might have this feeling that And I'll get your insight, and I'm looking for a little bit of inspiration here. If I'm thinking my debt is too big, my circumstances Mm -hmm. are too dire, no one can help me, I'm at the end of my tether, I don't know what to do, is it ever too late, Rosie? It is never, never too late. Um, It's surprising how many people come to us and think that their situation is the worst that we're ever, ever going to see. And the reality is we've always seen worse. And I think that um, people in their own situation often think that there's no there's no way out but the good news is there is always a solution there's always a way out often you just can't see that solution when you're the one in it and so you need someone to be able to come alongside you and to put a solution together and sometimes for our clients that does mean that they need to go through an insolvency option sometimes it does mean that they've got to repay those debts over four or five years there's often not a quick fix but there is always a solution and often the whole 
holidays moment that our clients tell us about is that moment of asking for help. And so if there are people um, listening to this that think there's nothing that I can do about my situation, it feels completely hopeless, I'd really encourage you. There is hope. There is a way out. There have been thousands of clients that we've helped and seen and there's always, always been a solution. And so I would, um, yeah, just encourage people to ask for help and to call um, the free phone number that we have and hopefully we'll have a local debt centre that can help you. And if we don't, there are many other um, places that we can signpost you to to be able to find a solution. Wonderful to have a great coach in your corner when you're in the middle of life's battles. Rosie Kendall is CEO of the outfit called Christians Against Poverty. Formed about 20 years ago, a lifeline for people who are trapped in debt. Here's the website for making contact for Christians Against Poverty. It's C-A-P-O-S-T, C-A-P-A-U-S-T. Dot org dot au. There's also a 1300 number you can call, 1300 That's 1300 Rosie Kendall, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us once again today on 2020. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.